Attention to anyone that's written a book or wants to write a book. The process is not that complicated. Take a first step. Even if you write a page a day, you'll build momentum and your book will become a reality. The hard part is getting it published. That's when you need to call Page Publishing. They've got hundreds and hundreds of thank yous from different new authors, just like you. They make the process of publishing your new book and getting it sold online a simple process. You can learn how simple it is right now by calling for your free page publishing new author submission kit one quick three-minute phone call that's all it takes to get free information and learn how you can get your book published pick up your phone right now and call us 24 hours a day at this number 800-603-0885-800-603-0885-800-603-0885 that's 800-603-0885 Live from San Francisco on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network, you are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with your hosts, Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi. Are you ready? Are you ready? Let's get it on! How's it going, everybody? Brian Alvarez here on Wrestling Observer Live. We are here every day, Monday through Friday, noon Pacific, 3 Eastern, Sunday, 3 Pacific, 6 Eastern. Monday here on the program, you know what that means? Obviously, tonight is Monday Night Raw, and, well, I got a lot to talk about from the past weekend, because, in fact, yesterday was the debut of Sunday Wrestling Observer Live with Andrew Zarian. I think he did a one-hour show yesterday, but in the future, it's going to be two-hour editions of Wrestling Observer Live every Sunday here on Sports Byline. Which means everything that happens during the weekend I get to talk about on Monday. And that's a lot of different things that happen because we had a SmackDown show on Friday night. We had a Rampage show. We have the upcoming week of big shows leading to AEW Full Gear on Saturday night. We could talk about all of those shows, Raw tonight, and a bunch of other news as well. And unfortunately, the top story today, the death of Judy Bagwell. The mother of Marcus Alexander Bagwell has passed away at 78 years old. Twitter account of Buff Bagwell's Rebuilding Buff podcast announced today Judy had passed away on November 5th. She had been battling dementia. It is with a heavy heart we just announced, must announce, that this past Friday the matriarch of the Bagwell family has passed away. Judy Bagwell was blessed with three amazing children, a loving husband, and so many great memories over the years. Thank you to everyone that has asked about her over the years and have kept her in your prayers during her battle with dementia. She was 78. Rip Judy, 1943-2021. Buff's manager, Vinny Bucci, tweeted, I was with Buff when he visited her the night before. Thank God he got to see her and say goodbye. He'd be in much worse shape otherwise. Judy, of course, made appearances during storylines with Buff in WCW. She was briefly the WCW Tag Team Champion with the father of Braun Breaker, Rick Steiner, November 1998. Buff also defeated Canyon in a Judy Bagwell on a forklift match. New Blood Rising in 2000. Back in a moment, we'll talk more about this and everything else Observer Live. If you or someone you love suffers from drug addiction, now is the time to utilize your private health insurance PPL plan. 
If eligible, receive up to $30,000 or more in substance abuse benefits with low or no out-of-pocket cost. We are the National Treatment Network, the premier drug and alcohol treatment referral service operating 24-7. We help connect you with facilities nationwide that accepts PPO private health insurance for substance abuse. If you have PPO substance abuse coverage and you need immediate admittance to a medical detox or residential rehab treatment center, call us now. Call our live referral helpline today. The call is free. This program is not available to Medicare or Medicaid customers. Call 800-296-1252, 800-296-1252, that's 800-296-1252. What are you so happy about? I'm on the pill. Aren't you two a bit old to worry about having more kids? Not her, me. Uh, you lost me there, buddy. Steel Man pills. Things weren't always looking up if you catch my drift. So my doctor prescribed me a little something. Like Viagra? Yeah, but that's expensive and it wasn't covered by my insurance. Steel Man pills cost me less than three bucks a pill and virtually the same effect. I just called and got over 40 pills for only $99. I have this friend who might be looking and... Well, if your friend wants some help, the consultation is free over the phone. No clinic. Steel Man pills sends it in the mail in a confidential package. I'm on it. I'm I mean, my friend will be on it. Steel Man Pills. Going the extra mile to help men with erectile dysfunction. 800-399-3691. 800-399-3691. That's 800-399-3691. Airlines have just reduced their prices even more. Book 30 days in advance and save big. Want the absolute lowest prices on your airline tickets? Then call the low-cost airlines travel hotline right now. For prices so low, we can't publish them anywhere. The only way to access our low rates and save up to 70% is to call. Save hundreds on your vacation tickets by calling right now. You can fly anywhere in the world and pay discount prices on your airline tickets. Book a flight today to London, Paris, Madrid, or anywhere else you want to go and pay a lot less guaranteed. Call the International Travel Department right now at low-cost airlines. 800-754-4531. 800-754-4531. That's 800-754-4531. There's confusion about how to protect yourself from COVID. One thing is certain, whether you're vaccinated or not, you need an accurate thermometer to check for fever, the leading sign of flu and COVID. Be vigilant and contact your medical provider at the first sign of fever. Don't rely on non-contact thermometers that have no scientific studies. Only the Exergen Temporal Scanner Thermometer has been proven accurate in more than 100 clinical studies. Learn more at exergen.com. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Back in the show, Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live. I think Mike Sempervivi's here, but he has no video. I'm here. Yeah, we're working on that right every, now. Every day something. Mm-hmm. Well, while Mike is figuring that out, very sad to report the death of Judy Bagwell, who, uh, yes, at some point, as everyone's well aware, was one half of the WCW World Tag Team Champions and also 
It was a Judy Bagwell on a pole match. It was advertised, but it was actually she ended up being in a forklift. I guess Russo can figure out how to actually get her on a pole. But uh, Rick Steiner was tag team champions with Chaos, and uh, Chaos. I don't know if he was injured or what happened, but uh, Rick had to choose a new partner for a match, and so he chose Judy Bagwell. And so for a match, she was one half of the World Tag Team Champions. And who only knows where this might have gone? But then Rick got injured, and they stripped them of the title. So she neither won nor lost, but could celebrate being one half of the World Tag Team Champions. Everybody talks about the Judy Bagwell in a pole match, and I know a lot of people get upset about these these idiotic things that they did in World Championship Wrestling, but at the end of the day, it wasn't her fault. I don't think she booked that Judy Bagwell in a pole match. Vince Russo had a lot of very, very wacky ideas, and uh, and people went along with them. So if you want to get mad at somebody, don't get mad at her. She was renowned for a lot of things. She was she was obviously very close with Buff, and uh, she would call the offices and complain about the treatment of her son. I believe she did in both WCW and when he went to uh, to WWE, WWF briefly. And uh, yeah, it's sad. Battling dementia, 78 years old. Best wishes to Buff and his entire family. And if anyone has any memories, don't make fun of her for being one half of the tag team champions for crying out loud or, or being on a pole. But it is it is a uh, it's a sad story. We had a lot of uh, a lot of stuff that happened this weekend. So if you happen to want to talk about UFC, you're welcome to. We don't talk about UFC a lot on this show, but there was a big UFC show this weekend. And also the Rampage show and the SmackDown show. If you want full results of SmackDown, I will be doing that at uh, 2 Pacific, 5 Eastern with Filthy Tom Lawler. But uh, very briefly here, I thought the show was was all right. And I thought that Rampage was actually a pretty great show. The women's match was not a, a great match at all, the tournament match. But Brian Danielson and Anthony Bowen, they had a nine-minute match. It was just great. Because, I'm not sure if you're aware of this or not, but uh, Brian Danielson is awesome. And they had a CM Punk-Eddie Kingston confrontation, which was fascinating because CM Punk is a babyface. Eddie Kingston at this point is a babyface. They both went out there and they hate each other. And they both cut promos where at points during the promo battle, both men got booed. It's something you rarely see in pro wrestling, but it was it was so good and it just as as for me personally like the the stuff that they said i i just got into it on an emotional level which i don't do for like 99% of promos usually it's like good promo bad promo i see what they're doing here this one man cm punk had a couple lines he called the guy a bum horrible and then the main event was adam cole and john silver they got 11 minutes and it was a great match and Adam Cole got the win with uh, the flying knee. I guess I called the boom now. The former last shot, which was the second last shot. But a very, very good match. Both excellent wrestlers. And I, I really like the show. Mike, any thoughts on any of this? As you, as we present Giraffe to the viewing audience here. Apparently Mike has now lost his audio as well. Every day, my friends. I'll continue on here. 
SmackDown show, a couple of notes from, from that show. We had a Roman Reigns segment where Roman Reigns was, was ranting that uh, he says, I wasn't here last week and the show went all to hell. SmackDown was so bad last week, it was almost as bad as Raw. I was like, this is straight out of World Championship Wrestling. So he's upset that the Usos lost to the New Day, and he goes, uh, he goes, which one of you took the pin? And they both stand there, and they point at each other because they're twins. And, of course, uh, it was Jimmy that took the pin. He didn't want to get uh, in trouble. But anyway, they found out it was Jimmy, obviously. And so they announced that in the main event of the show, it was going to be uh, King Woods versus Jimmy Uso. And if Jimmy Uso won... Woods would have to acknowledge Roman Reigns, and if if Woods won, then Jimmy Uso would have to take the knee and acknowledge the king. So if you waited two hours expecting them to pay off this stipulation, bro, I don't know what to tell you. But they didn't pay it off. Uh, Woods won, but of course, before they could go through with the stipulation, uh, Roman Reigns attacked, and uh, the heels beat down the baby faces, and they made a point of injuring Kofi Kingston's knee. And so, as we'll get to here in a little while, they announced the the teams for the Survivor Series uh, coming up here in a few weeks. They just randomly on a Saturday announced what the teams would be. And uh, Woods is on the men's Survivor Series team representing SmackDown, but Kofi is not. So they may be doing an injury angle with Kofi, or perhaps he is really injured. Uh, normally, when you do an injury angle, you you attack the person's left leg, but they attacked Kofi's right leg, which uh, may have just been whatever, or he might actually have an injured right leg. We'll find out more on that here soon, I'm sure. But uh, that was the main story there. Uh, the Naomi deal continued. Los Lotharios beat Mansoor and Cesaro. Remember when Cesaro was getting that big push? Well, now he's doing jobs as Mansoor's tag team partner against Los Lotharios. Drew McIntyre beat Ricochet in 3 minutes and 40 seconds. If you want to have, like, uh, like a WWE awards ceremony and you try to choose the best match of 2021 that went 4 minutes or less, this would be high in the running. This match was great for the 3 minutes and 40 seconds they had. We had a goofy happy talk, which led to the Viking Raiders beating Happy Corbin and Madcap, Madcap Moss via count out. So they're going to continue on. And then, of course, we had the main event. So that was the SmackDown show. We can do uh, more details on that later on if you want to. And then that leads us to the Survivor Series, which is noted they have now announced a few matches for the show. And uh, we'll get into here and those here in just a moment, because in fact, it was so important that when I went through all of the news that I was going to do for the show today, I didn't even write it down. So here you go, everybody. This is the Survivor Series lineup thus far, announced on social media randomly on a Saturday afternoon, because God forbid if only we had national television. Team Raw will be Seth Rollins, Finn Balor, Kevin Owens, Rey Mysterio, and Dominic Mysterio. So Team Raw consists entirely of men who were on SmackDown two weeks ago. They are now fighting for the for Raw. Every single one of them was on the other show. SmackDown has Drew McIntyre, Jeff Hardy, King Woods, Sami Zayn, and Happy Corbin. That's the five-on-five -five men's Survivor Series elimination match. And for the women... 
Boy, we have some a stacked roster here on SmackDown. Team Raw will be Bianca, Rhea Ripley, Liv Morgan, Carmella, and Queen Zelina. So we have a real strong roster on Raw as well. SmackDown has Sasha, Shayna, Shotzi, Natty, and Aaliyah. This is your Raw and SmackDown 5-on-5 men's and women's Survivor Series elimination matches. I guess the idea was, hey, you know, PWG announces big matches on social media. Man, well, we can do the same thing. Yeah, you can. But PWG doesn't have national television. So maybe since you have national television, you should announce it on national television. We're going to do a break. When we come back, hopefully we'll have Mike Sempervivi back here on this show. Stick around, everybody. Observer Live. Have you written a book? You can become a published author with Dorrance Publishing, the nation's oldest publishing services company. Countless authors have trusted Dorrance for nearly a 100 years to bring their book to the market. Our professional team will edit your text, design your book pages, and create an appealing, eye-catching custom cover. Plus, our authors benefit from a custom book promotion marketing campaign that makes your book available where people buy books, like Amazon and brick-and-mortar bookstores. So make this free call right now to claim your your free author's guide to publishing. Don't wait another day. Take one step closer to realizing your dream of becoming a published author and seeing your name in print. You've already written a book, so the next thing to do is make this free call right now to Dorn's Publishing and get your free guide to publishing. Call right now. 800-485-6003. 800-485-6003. That's 800-485-6003. Come on, you watch the news. Be prepared to pay more taxes. Then if you owe back taxes or haven't filed in a few years, get ready. The IRS, the largest collection agency in the world, will be coming after you. With the power to collect taxes by any means they want to. Hey, they can freeze your bank account, your passport, even padlock your business. Oh, good times. Look, if the IRS claims you owe them 5000 or more in back taxes and they're coming after you, don't panic. Call my friends at Get a Tax Lawyer first. Their job is to negotiate with the IRS and save you money. They're experts at it. That's all they do. And you can trust them. In some cases, they have reduced a $50,000 tax bill to less than $1,000. If you owe the IRS $5,000 or more in back taxes, call now for a free consultation. Call 800-732-9635. 800-732-9635. That's 800-732-9635. When you want to protect your IRA or 401k, don't trust it to just anyone's hands. It's your money. You earned it, and you deserve the best protection available. That's where Augusta Precious Metals comes in. We've provided gold and silver IRAs to thousands of Americans, including Joe Montana himself, the Hall of Fame quarterback. Augusta is trusted by all these people because we have a simple process requiring little more than a phone call to book an appointment for a one-on-one web conference on the benefits of buying 
gold inside your IRA. Our objective, to educate you on the economy and on the way Americans are using gold as an important part of their wealth protection plans. So do what Joe Montana did. Protect your IRA with gold and silver. Call Augusta Precious Metals right now. 800-251-0427. That's 800-251-0427. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. All righty. Well, now we got Mike here again. Maybe again is not the right. Uh... He's also pink. Pink? That's good. The hell's going on here? I don't know. All right, is that better? No, that's that's significantly worse. But don't worry about it. White balance. Any no, thoughts we're... on uh, Rampage, SmackDown? Anything else I talked about that you, I guess you didn't hear because you had no audio either? No, yeah, I have no idea what you talked about at all. But Eddie Kingston and CM Punk were awesome. We got that going for us, right? That that was the best thing I saw the entire weekend. So amped up to see that. You know, to me, just Ed, Eddie Kingston and John Moxley returning heel. It was just going to be a matter of how they were going to do it. And we see how it's playing out with Eddie Kingston. We weren't sure how exactly it was going to play out with John Moxley, but he certainly felt like he was going in that direction. But, hey, you know, it, it wasn't going to be easy to get people to boo Eddie Kingston and John Moxley, certainly not Eddie Kingston. And there's going to be people that don't boo him at all in this feud with CM Punk. But you play, place those two guys in there. If you're, they were going to get booed with anybody, it was going to be the dynamic of either Brian Danielson or, or CM Punk and, Kingston and Punk together, that promo was awesome. So that's the one thing that my big takeaway from the weekend that was a positive, considering that we were still in the shadows of all those releases, all those office releases that a lot of people didn't hear about. Uh, financial uh, member getting moved out, and now we got a, a new CFO or whatever is in there. For WWE, I mean, you know, that was really their whole weekend. They go out and they decide we're going to go ahead and be like PWG and GCW and we're going to release Survivor Series teams, you know, without warning on our Twitter account or our IG, whatever it is. Insanity to me. Number one, you're not hot right now. So to do that without any warning is a silly thing anyway. Two, it's one of your biggest pay-per-views that you want to build up to. So why in the world would you do that anyway? And then three, it didn't matter what you did this weekend because, frankly, everything was overshadowed by all of the releases and not even by the releases themselves, but just the reactions by some of the people that have been released and then by the people that are still there with the heartbroken emojis and all that sort of stuff. There's nothing they could have done this weekend that really would, would, would even though they're doing these things, you know, corporate-wise on like a Friday at very late in the day, bottom line is it overshadowed everything for WWE, whereas AEW, God knows what these ratings are going to be for these two shows, but... If nothing else, look what you got out of it. You got a great, great, great Brian Danielson match, and then you got that mixed with Eddie and, and Punk. So I'm good with that. Even if they hadn't released anybody, bro, nobody's going to care about yeah. announcing Survivor Series matches on a Saturday afternoon. I was literally Dumb. in the car about to go into swimming with my daughter, and I started getting texts that they're about to announce Survivor. And I was like, well, I guess I'll see when I get out of the swimming pool. Because I ain't sitting here looking at Twitter to find out who's going to be on the men's. And by the way, what a payoff when we actually got those teams. Holy smokes. Now, 
Did you get in the swimming pool? Of course I did. I'm teaching her how to swim. Well, she takes Wait, lessons. you? The person that's scared of water? I'm not is, scared is of water? What are you talking about? I took swimming lessons when I was in when I was seven years old. I took swimming lessons. Are you wearing the floaties now? Bro, don't underestimate me. Don't fall for these gimmicks. AW President, CEO, and GM Tony Khan says he sees interesting talent among the WWE releases made this past week. Interview with Wade Keller of Pro Wrestling Torch. He was asked if he had any interest. And he said, you know, every time they cut like 20 people, let's just say it's terrible. Every time someone loses their job, it's affecting them. It's affecting people around them. For all I know, with some of these people, maybe they wanted to leave. But I think in general, most of these people probably did not. So it's terrible when anybody loses their work, and I feel for them. Each and every one counts. I'm going to take a ballpark number, and I'm not trying to make light of everything because everything counts. Everybody counts. And I know this is probably not the exact amount of people, but every time they let, say, a ballpark 20 people go, I think there's been in general one, two, three people in here. So I'm interested. I snatch them up. They keep doing it, these mass layoffs. And for every 20 people, he's going to pick up probably one to three if they're interested in going to AEW. He said, I find a few people. Company gets a little stronger and stronger every time, in my opinion. I do see a few in this wave. I don't want to say who or when I would be interested, but I do think there's a few very interesting people they just let go. Yeah, there are a few interesting people they just let go. Couple. They released 20. Man, some of the stories that I heard, just people's, you know, sometimes these, uh, and I realize this happens in other jobs as well. But sometimes they do, and it's like, actually, it's not sometimes. Every time they do mass cuts, I have to hear from these people that go, well, it's a business. They can't keep people employed forever. And it's it's the same thing every time. It's like, listen, you know what business is? Like, yes, you want to turn a profit, okay? I, I pointed out that they grossed $256 million, and some bloke on Twitter was like, yeah, but what was their profit? I'm like, their profit was $42 million for a quarter. They profited $42 million. And they'd be like, oh, it's a business. You can't keep everybody employed. Bro, that's number one. And then number two, let's say that you live in Seattle and you work at whatever, Top Foods, and they fire you. Well, you go across the street to QFC, you get a job, whatever. Obviously, sometimes you have to move. But the stories of some of these people that have to have had to uproot their entire lives and then are uprooting their entire lives again because they were they were hired by WWE, certain things were told to them, and next thing you know, they're like, they have to move, they're not going to be able to get their visa renewed, all of this stuff. It's just a disaster, but it happens all the time. And if you are listening to this right now, and and you're thinking about accepting a WWE deal, I'm not saying don't accept it, okay? But I am saying there's no guarantees, there's no promises, this is not about you, it's about them, and, like, you pack up your life, you sell your house, you move wherever, bro, you could get fired the week you get there. Just keep all of this in mind, and that's just the that's just life working for this company. It's always been that way. I mean, save your money. That's what you're going there for. You try to pick up some of the positives that you could get out of it, some of the connections you make. You know, they got a lot of great 
trainers associated with that company. You know, imagine going to NXT UK and you got Mako Satamura there. Imagine going down to the, you know, the, the performance center and seeing some of the, the guests that walk in there. And, and, you know, there's a lot that you can glean out of your time in WWE. But if you are going there to fulfill your your wrestle fancy, if you're going there to fulfill your uh, your your want to become a superstar, I, I don't. I don't know what to tell you. At this point, it is what it is, unless the whole system changes, with which it's not. In fact, it's becoming more streamlined into the vision of how Vince wants to see things. You're at where you're at. So you have to make some sacrifices. If you don't want that, then you're going to have to work harder on the indies. You're going to have to make more connections. You might have to reinvent yourself more. You might have to figure out a way how to amplify yourself more. It's one of the reasons that the Young Bucks, no matter what anybody wants to think about them, are going to be slam dunk, and they should be, first ballot Wrestling Observer Newsletter Hall of Famers when it's time for them to go in, because look at what they organically produced on their own. For everybody that hates what they are with pro wrestling, they are pro wrestling, and you see what they did for themselves. You see how Cody, and I'm not, look, a lot of people, he latched onto that. He was smart enough to realize what was going on, and well, yeah, you know, tell me about this. How does this work? I want in on this. And you see where he's gone with it. And you're just going to have to do for yourself what pro wrestling's always been about, that spirit of, you know, complete, you know, libertarianism that runs through pro wrestling. It is a survival of the fittest, and you got to do you. And if you expect WWE to help you get to that, I'm sorry. You know, it's 2021. You know, that ain't it, Chief. Like, you should know what that is at this point. So it's as simple as that, and you shouldn't be surprised by anything. How can they have a carrying cross, give him an entrance like that that's made for the main roster, and then have no idea what to do with him on the main roster, and then do none of those things that they were? It's just, it's mind-bending. But that's the way it's been, and that's the way it's going to continue to be. This person here says... When it comes to, uh, where did it go? I had a comment here about Judy Bagwell. Brian, I remember going to see Judy Bagwell. What? Bro, oh, did you God. ask for feedback on Judy well, Bagwell? Well, I did, but he was he was, he was was just making a comment Why did here. you do that? But he had, seriously, I hope she rests in peace. Dementia is an awful disease, and I hope Buff will be okay. <laughs> is anybody out there rooting for Judy to not rest in peace? Well, no, he was, he was making a comment about all of her great matches he saw in Memphis as a, as a joke about her wrestling ability. But <laughs> the fact of the matter is, actually, if you do Google Judy Bagwell's name, they have a uh, wikia for Judy Bagwell, and, in fact, she is listed as an American professional wrestler. God bless. You know, if something came out of that, maybe she got her SAG card. Obviously, she didn't because they wouldn't be I do not think she got her doing. SAG card from she being on a forklift, not. bro. Oh, man. You know, when your claim to fame is Ernest Miller saying we got to change the match from a, a, a pole to a forklift because her big ass wouldn't fit. And then you got to look. Here's the one thing about Judy Bagwell is she loved her kid. Obviously, to the the jokes of everybody, Jim Ross will tell that story about when when she called the office to say that 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 Buff wasn't going to be able to make it to something. I mean, there are multiple stories like that across promotions. And hey, she loved her son, and they were able to parlay that little bit into something. So. 
my heart goes out to the Bagwell family for real. And, you know, good for her. If she loved pro wrestling, which she did, if she loved her boy, which she did, then, hey, she, she, she should have been fulfilled. 425-780-7566 if you want to text us. Brian at WrestlingObserver.com. Back in a moment, Observer Live. There's confusion about how to protect yourself from COVID. One thing is certain, whether you're vaccinated or not, you need an accurate thermometer to check for fever, the leading sign of flu and COVID. Be vigilant and contact your medical provider at the first sign of fever. Don't rely on non-contact thermometers that have no scientific studies. Only the Exergen Temporal Scanner Thermometer has been proven accurate in more than 100 clinical studies. Learn more at exergen.com. Here's a COVID-19 update pertaining to cruise travel. Everyone wants to get away and go on a vacation. But let's face it, there's a COVID fear factor out there. But here's some good news. Taking a cruise is probably the safest place you can be right now. All cruise lines have initiated very thorough testing requirements for all passengers and employees. They've also enhanced their air filtration systems, continual cleaning of the cruise ships, and have much stricter occupancy limitations. What that means for you is you can have peace of mind Knowing you can have a wonderful vacation on a cruise ship without putting yourself in a severe risk of getting sick. Make your cruise vacation plans now. Call and let one of Viva Voyage's cruise experts help you find the safest cruise package at the lowest rates of the year. 800-585-4760-800-585-4760-800-585-4760. That's 800-585-4760. Hello? You there in the car. Listen, if I was a cop, I'd pull you over and ask to see your insurance. Woo! I bet that would scare the heck out of you. (laughs) But seriously, I still want you to get your insurance papers out. Whoa! That's ridiculous! Look, we all have cars. That means insurance. But newsflash, you don't have to pay a fortune for it. What smart people all over the United States are doing is saving hundreds of dollars calling AIS Insurance. Some of you could be saving up to $600 a year. Maybe with an extra $600, you can get your car washed at least once a month. I mean, come on, look at it. Look, my job is to help you save money on your car insurance. So pick up the phone, call AIS Insurance right now, and get your car washed, please. 800-756-3744. 800-756-3744. That's 800-756-3744. When others treat your fries as an afterthought, all you're left with are cold, soggy fries. That's why Wendy's new fries are ones you won't forget. Guaranteed to be hot and crispy. Or we'll replace them. We're talking natural cut skin on fries, perfectly seasoned with a hint of sea salt. In fact, they're even preferred almost two to one over McDonald's. These are fries so hot and crispy, they beg a new question. What would you like with your fries? Try them today. Only at Wendy's. A participating U.S. Wendy's taste preference based on a national taste test by an independent research company. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Back in the show, Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live. Mike Sempervivi, also WrestlingObserver.com, 425-780-7566 for text messages. Brian at WrestlingObserver.com, at Brian Alvarez on Twitter. 
Sportsnear says, in your book, 101 Things All WWE Fans Should Know and Do Before They Die. A fabulous book, a Wrestling Observer Newsletter Book of the Year Award winner, available on Amazon.com. Thank God it didn't come out this year. You mentioned that Bret Hart's book is one of the best wrestling books you've read. How does Mox's book compare to other wrestler books you've read? Well, I gave my my quote in that video that came out, and I don't even remember. I, I did say that. I can't remember where, but uh, it is the most John Moxley book you could possibly read. It is uh, it is totally different from Bret Hart's book. People compare it to Foley's book, and uh, it, in terms of like honesty. Getting getting what a person really thinks about everything. I mean, that's that's the secret to all three of those books. There There's no point in the Moxley book where you read it and you think, well, this guy's full of it. This isn't this guy ain't tell me what he really thinks. Usually you read it and your first thought is tell me what you really think. There's a chapter on Kevin Dunn. And uh, I believe that the original was even more scathing. But. The final version, nothing is, uh, it's, that's, yeah. I've heard, I've heard, I've heard from so many people since that book came out because there was a, uh, there was an excerpt from the Kevin Dunn part that, uh, that was posted on the internet. And a lot of people read that. Other people have read the book. I heard from a lot of people that were like, they were so happy. Because, you know, uh, you know, there's a lot of people in wrestling that they have they have bad reputations, but they still have people that you'll hear from that will defend them. Great example, by the way, would be a uh, like a Vince Russo. Okay, Vince Russo, you know, drove WCW into bankruptcy practically on his own. Although he was out of there before they they finally went under, but he he did as much damage as anyone could possibly do to a wrestling company. But he has his defenders. I'm trying to think of if I've ever heard anybody defend Kevin Dunn. Like anybody. I can't think of one person. He is as close to a, as universally disliked a person as I can even think of in this business. And when Moxley just razor bladed this guy, boy, did I hear people that were so happy to read that chapter. I just don't like his work. I don't know anything about the guy personally. I mean, I've I've heard things. We don't know the guy personally. Well, I mean, he's there are people the that know him personally with a, a hell of a brush, and more than one person has said that, and they've been very clear to point out what he's you know thought about people from the south and how they sound in the presentation of those people. So, yeah, you know, I think you can say something about him. And there's look, there's a lot of either people who are cowards in wrestling. There are a lot of people who are worried about not burning a bridge or whatever the reason is, and they have to vicariously live through people like John Moxley who are not afraid to pick up the match and say, well, I'm never going back to that place anyway. No, I'm serious. I'm never going back to that place, much like CM Punk did, and said, poof, bye. You know, this is what I think about you. I had to put up with you when I was there. I had to deal with your BS when I was there, but I don't have to do that anymore. These shackles are off, and I'm going to tell you all about your slave, all about yourself, and take those razor blades and slice you up, and then dip you into alcohol and pull you back out again and light you on fire. Which is essentially what he did by the end of that, you know, little statement that I that he put online. Haven't seen the book yet. I'm getting it on Tuesday. It's going to be delivered, so tomorrow I'll, I'll have a chance to see it. 
But there are, you know, these are good times to remind people that there are a lot of good wrestling books out there. And WWE's mass production of the ones like China and The Rock and a lot of those trying to capitalize on Mick Foley did a lot of disservice because a lot of those books are just mass produced garbage. And that's why you see them for a dollar fifty on every, you know, <laughs> you know, disposable, you know, bookstore that you go into that's just selling off, you know, massive amounts of books. You know, there's a lot of really good ones out there by really good authors, you know, taking care of history and a lot of people telling their stories. And Scott Teal, Crowbar Press has got uh, a ton of them. You know, I got one here because it's Hall of Fame season. So, you know, Rock Rims, you know, has done incredible work on the state of California. So, there's a lot of good ones out there, and there are a couple with WWE's branding that were good. Freddie Blassie's Believe It or Not is a very interesting book, and I'm not sure exactly who helped him write it, but the, the structure of the book I thought was very, very good. Bret Hart's obviously is a monster of a book, which is excellent, but Pat Patterson's book w was an extremely good one, too. Superstar Billy Graham was very, you know, as honest as he could be in his book, so there are some with WWE branding that are good. Uh, but, on, you know, really, you have to kind of go outside of that realm and go to people who act more as historians and, you know, who want to get a little bit more in-depth and tell the truth a little bit more and a little better than WWE does. This person here says, do you know that WWE superstars only have a memory span of two weeks? Take a look at the men's teams. They all, with the exception of Sami Zayn and Happy Corbin, all swapped brands. I, I, uh, well, they say it's time. I've ranted about it more than enough. Match for the IWGB World Heavyweight title has been made official for Wrestle Kingdom. New Japan confirmed this morning during a press conference. Shingo versus Okada January 4th. During the morning's press conference, Takagi promised he would retain the title against Okada. Mentioned that when he won, he would take the IWGB Heavyweight title that Okada is carrying and would give it to, quote, the appropriate IWGP advocate. Mentioning that 2022 is New Japan's 50th anniversary. What does that mean? Who is who is the appropriate IWGP advocate? Is he just saying he'll give the belt back, or is he going to like hand it to Inoki, or what's he talking about? Uh, well, I was going. I mean, there. Look, there's a lot of different ways you could go with that. Inoki and his health and his. I mean, if you wanted to do something one last time or give a tribute. You could. Is this bringing back somebody? Is this a way? I, look, there's a lot of. It could be an Osprey, you know, sleight of hand. It could be. It could be a lot of different things. So, it, it interesting for sure. You know, at least they got some drama there. It would be really cool if he retained the title and then gave that second belt to Anoki in a, because Anoki's not doing well health wise. No. So it'd be a nice little gesture there. Wrestle Kingdom. They're saying three days here, January 4th and 5th at the Tokyo Dome. Third Wrestle Kingdom event taking place January 8th at Yokohama Arena. So I guess they're calling it Wrestle Kingdom and not New Year's Dash. I always liked the idea of New Year's Dash. Same here. Hey, you Whatever. know, I just let me shoehorn this in here, too, talking about Inoki. I mean, I'm trying to think of the last time he was in a New Japan ring. I'd actually have to go back and really remember. And he, because of the condition he's in and because of that animus that has been there for so long, with what New Japan looks like now, with what Shibata is doing in the States, what Inoki always wanted to do, with that style of wrestling, you know, it's not the forefront because obviously your big spectacle is still going to be what New Japan goes for and there's Bullet Club and all that other sort of, of stuff. With Strong, with the people that are out in the forefront right now, 
this would really would be the best time because you can actually, in this crazy time, really honor Enochiism, you know, and honor him in the way that he would want to be honored and that people would want to see him honored. Now would actually be a spectacular time to do that. We got the best of the Super Juniors tournament coming up, kicking off at Corkin Hall this Saturday. We'll end with the finals being held at Sumo Hall on Wednesday. Single block tournament, 12 participants for the two wrestlers that have gained the most points facing off in the finals. We have Desperado, Sho, Hiromu, Yo, Master Wato, El Fantasmo, Taguchi, Robbie Eagles, Kanemaru, Taiji Shimori, Bushi, and Duki. That is the lineup. And also announced... That Naito will be returning to action on November 14th. He, of course, had to pull out of the G1 due to a knee injury. And actually, surprised he's back this soon. Because you would think an injury bad enough to pull you out of the G1 tournament. It would have to be like a torn ligament or something like that. Naito hits here said that he was mentally preparing for torn ligaments that would have required surgery. But in fact, there was no ligament damage. And so he returned to the ring. So, that's good. Surprising, but good. Well, I wish he would still take some extra time off just to take some extra time off because, again, he's <laughs> uh, he's a lot older than his years, uh, when you, especially when you see this guy walking around. So, I mean, I again, all with the way things are right now, obviously they're getting back, back to nine-match cards and longer cards and all that sort of stuff. I can see there being the need, especially in the lead-up to the Tokyo Dome, but he's also one of those guys who's such a big star that, to me, you really, uh, unless it's to shake off some ring rust, you really don't need him back uh, really before the big show. This person here says, I had a personal emotional attachment with that Eddie Kingston CM Punk segment as well. We're starting to see the old punk. The prick who picks on the weak who bullies by his words. The promo felt real. You can't replicate it. You can't find those two real-life characters anywhere else. Segment of the year contender and pro wrestling at its highest. Very simple. You just take reality and you blend it and weave it into your story. It's what professional wrestling has always been about. It's just, it's so simple. Callbacks to the past. Not reinventing somebody and giving them their backstory that there only goes back so far that the writers or the great mind who's coming up with it is is only thinking of. I mean, again, it's, we talked about it with WWE last week over and over and over again. There's no reality there. The, you, there's nothing to relate to. How do you find yourself in most of these WWE characters? Why would you want to find yourself in most of these WWE characters? You won't. You know, and with Eddie Kingston and CM Punk, Maybe you see yourself in Eddie Kingston. Maybe you see yourself in CM Punk. Maybe you don't see yourself in either, but you really don't like how CM Punk is because you know somebody like that, you know, pretentious, obstreperous prick. And you, and you, look, they give you something that you can latch on to and, and something to really feel. And that's what professional wrestling has always been about. That's what fighting has always been about. Unless this is about winning a, a, a sporting championship, why else do you see two half-naked people stare across from each other ready to do fisticuffs? You know what I mean? It's a personal conflict. If it ain't about the money, then it's about a conflict. And it's just so simple that, it you know, it, it's sad that one group gets it and one group doesn't because, you know, it's more than one group gets it and they're the ones who are thriving. Well, I just realized that Ross tonight, we should probably find out what's on the show. How foolish of me. 
We have one match announced for the three-hour show tonight. It says Kevin Owens gets Seth Rollins one-on-one tonight. The rivalry between Kevin Owens and Seth Rollins is about to be reignited with an exclamation point because how could you not be excited about a reignited feud in WWE? Although the match should be very good. Visionary made The Visionary made his presence felt. Did I read these, these uh, books to Paisley, these level one reader books? And they're not written in such a preposterous manner as this stuff. The golden books? The, dude, the golden books are at a whole different level. The visionary made his presence felt during Owen's main event bout against WWE champion Big E, and it quickly backfired for KO. After Owens regretfully tried to capitalize on Rollins' attack on Big E and still came up short, KO set his sights on trying to teach Rollins a lesson tonight. Was Owens' apology to Big E sincere following the miscommunication? Will KO successfully take out his frustrations on Rollins? Catch this one-on-one showdown live on Raw tonight, 8-7 Central on the USA Network. And two hours and 40 minutes more! Well, we can't tell you what it is. Back in a moment, we're live. have a home that you don't want anymore we can buy it from you within 24 hours any home size or condition for over 20 years we've been buying homes for cash and helping homeowners sell their homes immediately with no listings or strangers walking through your home are you moving did you lose your job going through a divorce whatever the reason if you're in a bind and you know that you need to sell your house fast call the expert team at i need to sell my house fast we'll make you a serious cash offer to buy your home in 24 hours and let you walk away from it no listing no waiting sell any home any size any condition now call the expert team at i need to sell my house fast make this free call now 800-306-1760, 800-306-1760, 800-306-1760, 800-306-1760, 800-306-1760, that's 800-306-1760. I am a non-attorney spokesperson representing a team of lawyers who've helped people that have been injured or wronged. If you've had a revision or removal surgery of a hernia mesh implant after 2008, pay close attention to this message. Hernia mesh manufacturers have recalled some of the mesh material that may have been used in your surgery due to high failure rate. The FDA has even blamed the recalled mesh material for some of the worst of the health issues reported by doctors and patients. If you've had two or more hernia surgeries for the same issue and you're having severe complications, call the legal helpline now. You could receive a free cash award and have your medical expenses covered. And there's no upfront cost to you. They only get paid if you win. So please call now. 800-817-2968, 800-817-2968, 800-817-2968, 800-817-2968, that's 800-817-2968. Do you need to sell your home? If you've sold a home before, you remember how stressful and expensive it was. Sold.com is here to help you sell your home for the most money and with the least amount of stress. 
There are new ways to sell your home that you've never heard of before. Did you know there are companies who will offer you cash for your home? Did you know you could trade in your home for a new one? Did you know there are realtors who will sell your home for a flat fee instead of an expensive commission? It's true. Sold.com services are free. So if you're looking to sell, make this free phone call right now and learn how your next home sale can be faster and easier than you ever thought possible. Pick up your cell phone and call right now. 800-449-1759-800-449-1759-800-449-1759. Again, that's 800-449-1759. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. As our excellent producer Dom noted during the break, a rivalry reignited on Raw tonight between two men who are teaming together at Survivor Series to defend the honor of Raw. Because, yes, it is Seth Rollins, Finn Balor, Kevin Owens, Rey Mysterio, and Dominic against Drew, Jeff Hardy, King Woods, Sami Zayn, and Happy Corbin with Madcap Moss, it adds here. So... If you're a big fan of Madcap Moss, but you weren't sure whether or not to get the show, now you can get it. <laughs> not cut. Yeah, no, of course he's not cut. He's 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 a muscular, good-looking fella. So of course he's not cut. What are you talking about? Well, you know you know what Vince likes. You know what I'm saying? I know what you're saying. I sure hope so. I do. Yeah, producer <laughs> Dom is the one who noticed that. Not me. Not Mike. The producer noted, hey, aren't they teaming together at Survivor Series? Yeah, well, how about that? They certainly are. Isn't that wacky? It is wacky. Keith Lee, by the way, on Twitter, just revealed that he himself paid for his medical expenses this year during his heart disease issues and not WWE. (laughs) But stand up for WWE, everybody. And make sure that next time Vince makes an appearance on the show, you all bow down to him and chant, Thank you, Vince. Pay for his just would have been a Bearcat, I would have got it. Medical expenses. Right time, everybody. I've got to wrap it up for today. But I'll be back in an hour, 2 Pacific, 5 Eastern, with filthy Tom Lawler. We're talking about SmackDown, New Japan Strong, and... Uh, also, Zack Sabre Jr. versus Shingo, and hopefully if I have time to watch it, the uh, amateur rules match with the great Okan. <laughs> That's awesome. it. Uh, 2 Pacific, 5 Eastern, video.f4wonline.com, top-tier YouTube subscribers. Thanks all of our Twitch homies. Mike, as always, for half the show. Callers and listeners, we'll talk to you next time. Wrestling Observer Live.